Welcome everybody to Mom Street USA. My name is Kate, aka the Disney Cicerone, and this is my lovely partner, Jackie, aka Wishes Mama. We have a wonderful episode for you tonight that is all about Magic Kingdom snacks, the best snacks in Magic Kingdom. And I'd say the top 10, but it's kind of a little bit more than 10. So we're just giving you the best snacks, our recommendations from not only us, but also our Mom Street community that have chimed yeah. in and, and let us know what they love to eat. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk Magic Kingdom. I feel a little bit more aware of some of these than I did last week. Um, if you missed our episode last week, we did start our whole snack series um, at Animal Kingdom. Um, so you can find that episode on our podcast and on our YouTube page as well. Um, links to those are in our bio. Um, but I'm excited because I feel like I, yeah, I have a better grasp of what's available at Magic Kingdom than I did for Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Well, in a couple weeks, I'll be in Disneyland itself, and we'll get to do an episode live from Disneyland talking about the snacks there, which Yay! if you know anything about me, you know how much I advocate for the food at Disneyland and how amazing it is. So that will be a really fun episode to do as well. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Looking forward to that one for sure. Yeah. And I feel like <clears throat> I really learned from researching this one that, you know, you kind of get stuck in your your ways for snacks if you go to Disney a lot. You're like, I always get this thing and this thing and this thing, which is great because they're great. It's great. But sometimes you're like, oh, maybe I could try that and maybe find a new favorite. So yeah, this is this is really helpful for that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and a, a small, ooh, excuse me, a small disclaimer that we said at the beginning of last week, um, these are current prices and current availability as of February 2nd, 2023. Um, so we're going to give you guys kind of everything that is as it is now, but you know, subject to change. Um, the parks are known to rotate through snacks and food options or adjust prices from time to time. So just keep that in mind. This is all kind of what is available currently at this moment. <laughs> Lem, a couple of weeks by um, like the 21st to 24th of February. So, oh, I think you're March. just going to miss him. I think That's he's funny. going at the beginning of March. Oh, bummer. That would have been really fun. But I'll see him back at Disney World. It's fine. Right. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Are we ready to jump into snacks? Let's do it. Okay. So um, kicking this off with a bang, this first snack that we're going to talk about was uh, uh, suggested to us by both Lem and Kirk. If you don't know them, Lem is Magic Bands and Trash Cans and Kirk is Walrus Carp. They are two of our very good friends here in our Disney community. Um, and we got some input from both of them as well as like Kate mentioned, some of our other um, community members as well. Um, but we are going to talk about the Candied Bacon Skewer. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> so it is a brown sugar-coated bacon that is served, obviously, on a skewer um, and is served with chips as well. Um, it will run you $9.99, um, and you find that at Westward Ho Refreshments. And I've actually never tried this because we tried, tried to try this the last time I was there, and they had run out because it's, uh, it's that popular. So, yeah. Um, and it was, like, early when you guys went to try yeah. it, too. It wasn't like it was super late in the day. no. It was, it was not, it was maybe early afternoon. So just be aware it might run out since it's popular. Right. Okay. And Lemwell is telling me in my chat pro tip, he said, ask for no chips and it is only $6 then. Love that. So, so if you're if looking you're... for just a little snack, 
that could be an option as well. I don't think I can make it bigger than this. I just realized. But um, so if Westward Ho, if you're looking for it, is kind of in Frontierland. It's going to be, you might not be able to see the number, but it's number 30 on this, kind of before the river bends, right there next to yep. the river is where Westward Ho is located. Yeah, pretty much right as you walk out of the big Thunder Mountain space on the left side right there. Oh, yeah. that's right, Kirk. Kirk did try to ask for no chips and got denied by that cast member. So subject to cast member mood, you may or may not be able to get it without <laughs> chips for $6, I guess. That's so, funny. Yeah, maybe something that we'll have to uh, do a little bit more research. Mileage may vary. There you go, Kirk. <laughs> So right. yes, again, that candied bacon skewer with the chips will run you $9.99 from Westward Ho. Everyone's um, saying now they want bacon, or I think Katrina says she was eating bacon. Yeah, <laughs> that particular picture I showed too had a lot of fat on it. So like you could, it's kind of like you get what you get with it. So you might get yeah. a piece that has a lot of fat or maybe not as much. So, right, you know, yeah, yeah, as the snacks uh go. Yeah, exactly. So um, staying put, actually the first couple snacks that we're going to talk about are all in the same um, location at Westward Ho. Um, let's go from savory to sweet, um, talking about now the Wendell's Bear Claw, which you can find again at Westward Ho. And there Kate is showing us the lovely picture of that bear claw. It will run you $6.25. And it is a traditional bear claw dipped in chocolate and sprinkled with hazelnuts on the top. It looks really and that good. Looks delicious. That is on my list. <laughs> I've never tried that personally, um, but I, I'm I'm on board for anything chocolate hazelnut. Like I'm there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is a little bit smaller than I thought. Like I thought it was like I always thought bear claws were really big. But this is maybe like a baby bear. <laughs> it's a little bear. Um, a little bear. Just a little bear. Oh, and Kirk is giving us the scoop. Inside is filled with Nutella. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I had a picture of it cut and then I forgot to post it. So here we are. Um, but <laughs> oh, the, well. just uh, as a heads up too, we want to give a shout out to Disney Food Blog. A lot of these pictures do come from them and they are also a really good resource if you're just trying to do research on um, menus and reviews and things like that in general. So little little heads up for that. Yeah, love it. Um, so again, that is the Wendell's Bear Claw from Westward Ho. We'll run you six twenty five. Um, and staying at Westward Ho. Wait, one thing. Oh, yes. Kirk, Kirk says the Roaring Fork bear claw is huge, like a big boy bear size. And I remember <laughs> that when we, from when we were there. Yeah. So if you want a really big bear claw, go to Roaring Fork over there in the Wilderness Lodge. There you go. So yeah. depending on your size preference. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Are we good now? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I do. I didn't want to skip over any bear claw talk. Important things. Very, Very important, important things. things. Um, all right. So again, at Westward Ho, this is just a popular stand for a lot of the snacks that we have found and researched um, are this is one of Lem's picks and they are the jalapeno poppers at Westward Ho. With, with ranch. Is showing there. They are served with ranch. Yes. So they are breaded jalapeno peppers stuffed with nacho cheese and served with ranch. Every time I see this, it's going to remind me now of Dean from England, yep. our friend Dean, who uh, had never tried really ranch before. He's like, this stuff was really good. <laughs> and then he wanted to take a whole suitcase home yep. from it from England. So 
Um, yep. Yeah, I have had these. These are spicy because they're jalapenos. So if you're yeah. not someone who does spicy food, probably a pass. But I actually really enjoyed these. I thought they were good. Um, not like a gourmet food, but if you think jalapeno yeah. poppers, they they're right. they're good. I yeah. enjoyed them. There you go. Yeah, I I don't know that I would do those ones. I'm not a spicy person, but yeah, more power to you if you are. I know I'm not a spicy person either. And I was like, I'm going to try one, though, just so I know what they taste like. And actually, I did enjoy it. It was just a little on the spicy side for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Right. So again, those will run you. uh, Oh, I don't think I said the price. $5.79. So those are the jalapeno poppers from Westward Ho, $5.79. So again, Westward Ho is a good place. If you're over on that side of the park. Here's the map again in case you missed it. It's over there. So again, it. Yep right at the exit area kind of of um, Big Thunder, that walkway. Um, But if you're over in that area, it's a good bet that you're going to find something that you like at Westward Ho. So definitely a good spot to stop if you're looking for a snack while you're hanging out in that area of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's apparently that's like, there's a lot of snacks there. So I know (laughs) a lot of good snacks, I should say. There's a lot of places to get snacks. They're not all good. They're not equal. (laughs) Westward Ho is a solid bet. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All righty. So moving right along. Yes. Snack central. Lem (laughs) says it's snack central. Exactly. All right. Moving on along to a somewhat controversial pick because I've heard good and bad, but I felt like these next ones needed to be mentioned on our snack show. And those are the spring rolls. Perfect. Um, so these can be found at the Adventure Land Egg Roll Wagon, um, and they have multiple different kinds that you can um, order from that cart, um, and they will cost you nine fifty for two. And which is a, feels like it's really steep, but everything I have not actually personally tried these because they just didn't appeal to me. But um, there's a lot of people said they're just very filling. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's if you feel free to chime in, if that's your experience of them. A lot of people saying uh, spring rolls are the best. Um, hoping uh, Aaron, Aaron says, I hope the spring rolls were going to make an appearance. So they're, they are a favorite from a lot of people. I feel like it's very yeah. debated that they're like a little controversial because yes. some people are yes. like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in my chat, like Kathy says that they like them, but April says they're not her favorite. So you got You get a little bit of both. Yeah, the ones I'm showing you here, these are the cheeseburger ones. They've got that like cheese dip, I think. With them. I think it's cheese. Pretty sure it's yeah. cheese. Because <laughs> the, yeah. the one that's the what the 50th anniversary one, I don't have a picture of that, but that one is has honey, has mustard with it. I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Kaya says I'm obsessed with them when I don't want to wait for any quick service. Yeah, this if people either either love them or hate them. Yep. Uh, it looks like the cheeseburger spring rolls are a win. <laughs> Someone wants to know what Lem, does Lem have strong opinions on them? I feel like he might. I feel like oh. we all. <laughs> he said, I'd cheese. rather, I'd rather stay at Swan and Dolphin than eat those spring rolls. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so. I mean, it was Swan and Dolphin, but he didn't say like all stars something. It yeah. also sports or something. Like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so. Uh, controversy aside, let's talk about the <laughs> options that you have at um, the egg roll wagon for the spring rolls. And they do have the cheeseburger spring rolls that Kate was just showing a little bit ago. Those are seasoned ground beef, cheese, onions, ketchup, pickle, and mustard all mixed together, rolled into a spring roll wrap, and then deep fried. 
and it is recommended to do a ranch dipping sauce with those ones. Um, they also have buffalo chicken spring rolls, and they have the 50th anniversary spring rolls, which I think actually might be the one you just showed because that looked more like mustard than ranch. It did. I'm starting to look at it. I'm like, hmm, it might yeah. be. I don't know. So the 50th ones remember. are pastrami <laughs> and pepper jack served with a mustard dipping sauce. So that's it an could, interesting It could be either, combo, I really. Like. I yeah. mean, <laughs> use your imagination. It could be <laughs> it could be one spring roll. It could be the other. Who knows? Because you can't tell what's inside. So. Yeah. <laughs> Lem says he likes the pastrami better than the cheeseburger ones. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Well, and I heard that yeah. the buffalo chicken ones aren't always available. Like they've had them sometimes and haven't had them others. So mm. something to... That, that does happen with some menus at Magic Kingdom. Things will just disappear for a while, probably because they yeah. just don't have the ingredients on hand or didn't get a shipment right. or something, you know, the way the world is right now. So right. things, will, things will disappear and then reappear. And so. Right. Who and, and you never know when it may happen. <laughs> no, um, I will also surprised. mention that they do have a combo option where you can pick any two um, for that as well. So depending on if you want to mix and match uh, for your spring roll. Uh, snack yeah that's a, that's a great option if you want to try more than one that's great yeah people on my side are saying the the sauce that comes with the cheeseburger once is not the best inside because it's just it's just ranch to dip it in so it must be yeah the inside sauce they must not like the mustard yeah christina doesn't like the pastrami one and uh, aaron's questioning lem's taste in food so <laughs> uh-oh watch out <laughs> Watch out. Hi, Crystal. Uh, Lem says the pastrami at least has salt, unlike the soggy, tasteless mess that the cheeseburger ones are. Wow, this is so controversial. I said it was going to be controversial. Step in it. We're just informing you about the snacks. You can make your own opinions. Yep. yep. <laughs> we do appreciate, yep. though, hearing from all, all of yes. you because there, you know, it just gives us some perspective that. We just all have different tastes in food. Some people mm -hmm. love something that another person is not going to like, and that's okay. We're all made differently. Yeah. So. Lem also said, to be fair, they're both bad. <laughs> I want to so, hear what Lem thinks about the bow buns in Disneyland. That's what I want to hear about. So Lem, report back when you take oh, them. Oh, God. Add it, <laughs> Add it to your list. Add it to your list. Um, and I don't think, did we show on the map where you can find that? We did not hear it. It's actually not numbered on here. It's funny because this map doesn't zoom in like I want it to. So oh. I'm going to have you maybe describe where it is here. Okay. So it is kind of right after the bridge that goes into Liberty. The well, it's technically like between Liberty Square and Adventureland. So there's a whole the bunch. to Adventureland. It's like, is it on that the, side? It's yeah, it's before the official. Oh, down further. Yes, I see yeah. now. So if you see where all the yellow is on the map, <laughs> I'm going to do a really terrible job at describing that. Um, it is kind of right at the entrance from the hub into Adventureland. Just head towards Adventureland from the yes. center hub. You'll yes. probably Kirk see says, it. just in front of Adventureland sign on the right. Thank you. I was like, I'm going to do a terrible job at describing where this is. No worries. I'm going to see if I can find a better map while we, after we get the next one here. Perfect. That works. Um, so again, those are the spring rolls. They are $9.50 for two of them, and you can find them at that Adventureland egg roll wagon. All right. Shall we move on to our next pick? 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Crystal, our shirts are our logo for Mom Street USA, which is the show and podcast that we are recording currently that you have joined us for. So that's what's on the shirts. <laughs> and I don't know if my, is mine flipped or not? I can never tell. I can see good? yours the right way. Okay. Is mine... I, yours I can never tell anymore because I feel like TikTok not. changed the settings. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't. Yours is backwards. So. Okay. <laughs> but I can't tell because mine still looks backwards, which is really frustrating. So yeah, no, times. yours is for, yours is the right way for me. So I have a couple people asking me when my next trip is to Disney. I'm going to Disneyland like the last week of February, uh, last full week of February. And I'm going to Disney World uh, the last, okay. the end of March. So there, there you go. go. Fix it. Yay. Yep. See, and that, that is so weird because like my view of myself did not change. Right. That's why I said, I'm like, I don't know if this is backwards. It might be. So good times. All right. Well, shall Yay. we move on to yes. our next Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Technical difficulties. Here we go. All right. Moving right along. Um, let's talk tater tots. Let's talk the loaded tots, creamy bacon, mac and cheese, loaded tots. From Friar's Nook. <laughs> the picture, not on an angle. It looks good. <laughs> I love it. Um, so they are a bowl of creamy, cheesy mac and cheese, a ring of tater tots, a pile of bacon, and a dollop of sour cream garnished with green onions. That looks really good. And then you yes. had mentioned some other one too, but I haven't seen it on the menu. Yeah, the claim in the research that I was doing. So again, I mentioned last episode, I don't think I've mentioned this episode. I did a ton of different research across blogs and all sorts of other places um, to find people's opinions. And there was mention of possibly a buffalo chicken version of these loaded tots as well, um, but it doesn't look like it's currently available. Mm. yeah I, I feel like that's another thing where sometimes they'll just throw something on the menu for a season and then it's gone and right there may not come back ever that happens fairly often yeah. these kinds of things and then yeah. some things stay around forever and they it, never go yeah so yeah so um these are again from Friars Nook um this was one that I found on several blogs but also our friend Allie if you know mystic phoenix 42 she's in my chat over here she had suggested these to us on our um, discord page um so wanted to give her a shout out thank you for your input we appreciate you <laughs> yes thank you so much for that input erin <laughs> says if that doesn't scream america i don't know what does <laughs> yeah that. yeah and they that, call them yep. tots and not potato barrels i've never even heard the term potato barrels is that a thing oh people call I, them potato barrels i don't know do they? I've never heard that term. Is that maybe a pocket of America that calls them that? It's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I've always heard them tater tots. So I, I found a better map so we can show closer Perfect. up where this is. Perfect. It's even labeled. Look at that. Yes. So this is the Friars Nook, which is that brown building directly in the center of the map that Kate is showing us. So you can see it's kind of between Princess Fairytale Hall and storybook treats and like Winnie the Pooh, that kind of area. And it's, yeah, right next to storybook treats, which is, we'll talk about, we'll get to, we'll get to storybook yeah. treats, right? Oh, Allie is speculating, yes, we will, that barrels are possibly, they're called barrels at Hollywood. Oh, and Toy Story Land? Toy oh. Story Land is what Aaron says. Yeah. That so, could be. Okay. Yeah, interesting. 
interchangeable tater tots. Look at that. Oh Very yeah, Kirk is saying though. Woody's Woody's calls them potato barrels. Okay, so it's a Woody <coughs> thing. That makes sense. I think I have heard that before, yeah. but not like outside of Disney. Tater tot is a right. brand. I don't. Maybe it might be. Mm, I, don't know. I don't have to do research on that. Is tater tots? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, Google it. I need to know. <laughs> So those loaded tots, again, they are creamy bacon, mac and cheese, um, and they will cost you eleven forty nine. So that looks like it's a pretty filling dish, too. I haven't yeah. actually tried that one um, just because it's a lot of bacon and mac and cheese. And I don't want to go into like a food coma while I'm on my vacation. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do. Right. <laughs> right. Well, um, and we will say that some of these maybe snacks to some but meals to others and we've talked about that a little bit on our previous episode um so we're going for like the small dishes so even if some of these are like well i would probably eat that for a full meal that very well could be because i know like when i go to the parks i don't eat a ton so something like that would be a meal and i'd be good for a long time after that yes me too Oh, KDO says tater tot is branded by Oriida. Oh, yay. You know, Oriida stands oh, hey. for Oregon, Oregon, Idaho. So just saying, got good potatoes over here. Hey, there you go. There you go. Mostly in Idaho. Maybe not yeah. as much Oregon. Anyway. Yeah. People in my comments are chiming in saying, yeah, that they're a little bit, it may be a little bit bigger of a serving than a snack would be considered. So, which yeah. I, I totally agree with that. But for some, it may be something that they just want to, you know, shareable snack, maybe. Yeah. Between you and a couple it. others. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is a couple um, of our snacks tonight are kind of in that yes. category of you, you. it's maybe a meal, maybe a snack, depending on your particular appetite. Yeah. Um, I got a question. The tots are eleven forty nine from Friar's Nook. So eleven forty nine will get you that lovely sized portion. And really, honestly, despite people claiming... Some people claim that Disney food is overpriced. You really can tell by the price how much you're getting. Um, you know, if we jump That's back true. to looking at the bear claw was only six twenty five. you know, so it's good, you know, most of the time that's going to give you an idea of kind of if you're comparing the two, what the size and the portions look like. So those tater tots are going to be a bigger portion for that 1149. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That is, that is true that you can tell if you're going to get a little more food. I think the only exception to that is uh, the food festivals. Sometimes it's really yeah. up in the air how much food you're going to get for that because just depending on what the ingredients they use. So. Right. Right. Absolutely. I think that's true. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt and yeah. maybe try to scope out and see if anyone orders it before you. <laughs> <laughs> but don't be creepy. <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't be creepy. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to our next one? Perfect. Which... Let's go. This Alrighty. one, I have to say, um, is actually one that I'm going to give credit to Kirk. I off, I don't do that very often, but I will. Kirk from Walworth's Carp, Hack Snacks and Fun Facts. In case you don't follow him, give him a follow, please, because he does help us a lot with a lot of um, our research and things. Um, he actually got me a, a Nutella banana peanut butter sandwich from Tortuga Tavern. And I have to say, I'm already thinking about getting it again the next time I go. <laughs> so Kirk, I'll give you that. We're, we'll talk go. about Hollywood Studios another day. But I will give you that this was actually, for someone who feels like I'm in a food desert in MK sometimes because I don't like a lot of the options there, 
um, I feel like this was a solid, um, a solid one. And I'll pull up the picture if you want to get the perfect description yeah. here. So again, this is another one that could be shareable or potentially a full meal for some. Um, is the uh, Nutella banana peanut butter sandwich from Tortuga Tavern, um, and it w is served with house-made chips, which is why to me it kind of makes it a little bit more meal-like than snack-like depending on your preferences. Um, this was one that was suggested to us from Kirk at Walrus Carp. Um, so that would be a good option there. It will run you ten twenty nine. And I have to say, <laughs> I'm just reading Kirk's comment. Okay. He wants me to send him this live download so he can get a new ringtone. No, not for me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it might be one of the times you hear me say you're right. Um, I will say that the oh the gosh. chips that come with this are it's a bizarre combination. Like it's like these like house made chips with it, and like they're not bad chips. They're just like yeah. awkward with this sandwich. I would pair. rather have like maybe some fresh fruit or something with this. Mm -hmm. I don't know, um, or just something different on the side because it does feel very strange to be eating this like yeah. sweet sandwich with these like chips that I don't know if they really go with it. And I think they are not necessary. I think they could just sell the sandwich and be good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, a couple people were asking about Tortuga Tavern. So the thing about Tortuga Tavern, because people are saying it's a hidden gem, the hours are limited there. I think they're only open like 11 to 5. Um, yeah. And I believe in slow season, just closed. oftentimes it's closed. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely one that you have to kind of scope out um, and it is yep right there kind of in the center directly across from Pirates of the Caribbean basically. And there is a um, lot of good seating in there even if it's when it's closed as long as it's the seating's open there's a lot of nice places to sit in there. Um, I yeah. would prefer that over Pecos built Pecos Pecos Bill, like, gives me so much. Pecos Bill gives me a lot of anxiety, like eating in there because it's so loud and some of it's really dark. And I just like, there's so many people. So if you're yeah. somebody who's like, I, I need to get away from people a little bit and have a little more space to breathe. Some of the mm. seating at Tortu Tortuga Tavern is a better place, um, even if you need to take your food over there from somewhere else. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Allie, that explains why you never found it because it's very limited. Um, yeah. yeah, Kirk says it's open whenever they want to be and usually based on crowds. Um, yeah. Joanne asked what kind of bread the sandwich is on. And I haven't found a good answer other than Kirk said it's a thicker bread that's buttered and like toasted. White bread. It feels, I feel like it was some sort of white bread that was toasted, mm -hmm. but I would have to look it up to be sure. Yeah, I was just kind of looking around to see really quick if I could find it, but it doesn't. And Christina says she never eats inside of Pecos. Yeah, I just like, even if I get food from there, I don't eat, ever eat on the inside anymore. Um, I just can't. <laughs> There's too many people. It's so people. -y. Yeah. And it's so, I will say about Pecos, it is so hard to navigate inside that building. Yeah. Especially if you've got strollers and kids that you're, and trays and nope, nope. <sighs> Yeah, uh, Kirk nope. says he's kind of sworn off Pecos. And um, also, maybe it's a country white bread is what Kirk says. Okay, yeah, I'm not bread. finding anything else. Joanne, I'll keep looking. And if I find anything, I'll tag you and post it on Discord. Um, yeah, like a white bread or Texas toast is what Ellie's saying. That's probably what I would say, too. Something like that. Oh, um, I am getting comments here 
that the upper seating at Pecos is nice and quiet. Oh yeah, that's true. If you want to go upstairs, which is the same at uh, Columbia Harbor House is the same way. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily quiet up there, but a lot of people don't know you can go upstairs. So yeah. especially when it's slow, like I've sat with an entire room by myself and I like to read while I eat <laughs> when I'm by myself. So it's a nice, quiet place to read. I'm such a nerd. Okay. Should we I move mean, on? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Oh, I got to get back to my list here. Okay. So moving on, we've done quite a few savory options. Um, let's go back to a sweet treat. Um, so this is another one that Kirk sent in as a suggestion, and that is the citrus swirl, which Kate is showing us which if you have followed him for any amount of time, you know that is one of his absolute favorites. Um, It is one that can come and go because for a while I know he lamented about the fact that it was not available. Um, We heard about that. Yes. Um, So that is found at Sunshine Tree Terrace um, and it will run you $5.29. Here, let me... And it's a good size portion of ice cream I would definitely say it could be shared easily shared it is in right in the entrance um so right past the spring roll cart keep walking you'll see it on the right the entrance from the hub um into Adventureland is where you'll find the sunshine tree terrace yes and again that is 529 for that um and it is Oh, sorry. I was like, oh, there's more here. I forgot that you put the honorable mention from that on there. I did. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll also, so I want to say that while I do like the citrus swirl, I I have so much nostalgia for like the creamsicle flavor. Mm-hmm. So it brings, it's more of like a childhood thing for me. So I really like the orange and cream um, swirl, which is different than the citrus swirl. You can see them side by side. They're different colors. Yeah. They're different flavors, different textures. They're um, it's more of an orange Dole Whip, um, if you want to think of it that way, blended with swirls with vanilla ice cream. Um, so I tend to get the orange one more. Kirk's going to hate me for this, but <laughs> just because it's nostalgic for me, that's the only yeah. reason I'm not saying I'm not claiming that it's better. I'm just saying it's I, that's what I really like to get there. Um, so it's also a solid choice. I'll say that. Yes. And yes, then Absolutely. Kirk also says it's great as a float over orange Fanta or just as yeah. ice cream. So there's a few options of how to get it. And I have to yeah. tell you, please mobile order there, please. Yes. I've seen so many people in extremely long lines waiting for Sunshine Tree Terrace. It's just don't, it's not worth it. Just do the mobile order and you won't have yeah. to wait nearly as long as the people that are standing in line. So, yes. And you can mobile order Dole Whip varieties. Let's just put it that way there. Whereas you cannot at Aloha Isle. Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So keep that in mind when you so choose what type of ice cream you may be partaking in. I'll never understand why they don't have the entire menu on mobile order. Like what? (laughs) I don't know either. It doesn't make sense. Drives me nuts. I'm like, come on. Like, why don't you have all the options? Yeah. Ooh, Ellie says, I always get the pineapple raspberry swirl that, that also sounds, sounds really very good, good. <laughs> who yes. doesn't, so who doesn't mobile order everything right well okay so there's a lot of people that don't feel comfortable mobile ordering which i understand you know there's some people that yeah. struggle with technology and i get that um there's it, it's funny though because disneyland the culture is not to mobile order like people don't 
feel comfortable they, they're mm-hmm. happy like standing in line so like the beignet line is always like around the corner and i'm like literally yeah. i've just i just ordered it and walked on up <laughs> so disneyland's culture is like kind of anti-mobile order in a lot of yeah. ways and disney world's adopted it more i think because people plan it for their trip versus the locals that are just used to what they do right. so kind right. of interesting that, that makes sense yeah yeah oh, ellie says her apple pay never works on mobile ordering so she gave up oh. Boo. I need to uh, reset that. <laughs> Apple Pay's finicky. I get that. Yeah. Lem, I'm not surprised that you don't mobile order because then you have to plan ahead. Listen. You don't always have to plan ahead. A lot of them are like instant. It's true. A lot of them are. <laughs> we like to mobile order our ice cream as we're getting ready to like scope out our spot for the fireworks. So we've done that in the past before because one, it helps keep my kids entertained as we're just like sitting there waiting for fireworks we can feed them ice cream (laughs) yeah yeah and it's easy because then sometimes even we'll like you know stake out our spot do our mobile order and then either like myself or my husband will go get it and bring it back to where we are I think it's really helpful for families. I I know my husband, he's kind of the one who's in charge of like feeding us when we go to Disney. He makes sure we order food before we get all cranky. And so I have specific memories of him. We're standing in line for a small world and he's got the app out and he's like asking each kid, what do you want? What do you want? And we're like putting it in and like getting it all set to go. And then it was super easy after that. We didn't have to stand in line and then try to remember what everybody wanted and everything it would made it so much easier so i feel like yeah. it's a huge blessing for families quite honestly it makes especially it when you're ordering for multiple adults and multiple kids to keep it yeah. all straight like <sighs> you're gonna end up writing it down anyway so you might as well just plug it in and go plug it into yeah. your phone and go yeah yep. exactly yep. lem claims he's tested it it's faster to just order and get your food than mobile ordering at the restaurant I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that hasn't been my experience because I've watched myself walk in. So that, like I say, I'm here while I'm walking there. It pops up when I go. I go right to the window and I've bypassed everybody that's in line yeah. multiple times. So you just have to if you don't yeah. hit I'm here until you're physically in the restaurant, then you might be waiting as long as right. people in line. You got to know so. how to time it out. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to our show for all of the all of the tips that we give. <laughs> All right. Yes. So oh, oh, Katie Kirk Moon is saying she, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Katie Moon says she parks with her kids and then her hubby gets the food. But he then he yeah. missed fireworks once. <laughs> she keeps Ooh. hearing about it. Oops. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> um, Kirk is time. saying Woody's Lunchbox is really the only place that mobile order is like hours away when you place one. Yeah, I agree with that, where you can't always get a current time within the next like 20 minutes or so. There's a couple places at Disneyland like that, especially if you're doing mobile ordering in the evening. You want to plan ahead for any of your evening food because some of the restaurants will just be full up because of the locals coming in the park to order food. So, yeah. Um, and it used like to be too. worse with that in Disney World during the pandemic. Um, I know when we went during some of that time, we had to mobile order our dinner at like four o'clock. Yeah. And it's they were only better. doing mobile orders for a while. So it's gotten it's gotten better, but I would still highly suggest you will order when you can. Yeah. I mean, just plan ahead. Think, you know, an hour or two before dinner, at least, you know, start thinking about what you might want to eat and then just make it happen. So, yeah. Yes. That means planning ahead. Lem. (laughs) Should we move on to our next snack? Yes. Somewhat related to our other last. Yes. 
Yes. So we were just mentioning um, Sunshine Tree Terrace. And then we I briefly mentioned Aloha Isle, which is another um, place that you can get the soft serve Dole Whip style. Um, So let's talk about the Tropical Serenade which is a pineapple orange guava juice with coconut soft serve and an upside down pineapple cake pop. Yeah, so Pog, if you like the Pog juice, yes. this is the place you can get it with the, with the ice cream with it. Yes, yes, which as I was looking at this, I was like, I didn't even know that existed. That sounds delicious. <laughs> I know, I just don't, you know, you pro- can you mobile order it? <laughs> No, I think- no, you cannot because it's at Aloha Isle and you cannot mobile order there. You can mobile order some things there, can't you? I'm going to check. You can double check. Last I checked, you could not, but. I've mobile ordered there in the past, so I don't know if okay. maybe they've changed that. Subject to availability. Again. Yeah, the like coconut ice about. cream. I used to love the Kakamora float that they had there. But mm-hmm. You can see um, right there that across from Aladdin's carpets. It's in the it's in the Sunshine Pavilion, so it's right next yes. to the Tiki Room. It's yeah. pretty hard to miss. It's where actually Sunshine Sunshine Tree Terrace used to be there, and Aloha Isle yes. was the other place because it, Aloha Isle had such long lines for Dole Whips. They actually switched them um, their location. So sometimes when hmm. people haven't been to the parks in years and years and years, they actually go to the other one. And they're like, "Wait a minute!" Confused <laughs> about which one to go to. Yeah, so. Oh, um, Ellie says they turned the mobile order off over the summer. Ah, hmm. see? I was like, so I maybe it's a seasonal there. thing. Interesting. That very well could be. So <laughs> the cockamore Kate. Thanks, Kirk. Okay. Um, um, anyway, so that tropical serenade will run you $7.49 um, from Aloha Island. Again, that is that pog juice, pineapple, orange, and guava with coconut soft serve and an upside down pineapple. Yeah, upside down pineapple cake. Which is funny because when I first read that, I was like, I thought the cake pop was upside down. And yeah, I that's why it's... like I, I kept hesitating like how to like phrase that to make it's, it sound it's pineapple right? upside down. Cake. Yes, pineapple upside down, pop. cake pop. Yeah, this, this one looks like that. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh gosh, sounds good. Looks good. So, um, and Aloha Isle mobile order to be determined. We're not really sure. Possibly you can possibly Just check when not. you're there so double check your app when you're there and see if it's available all right there's no way to tell for sure <laughs> okay now we're going to move on to something that i love with a passion and kirk says there's currently no mobile order available there thank you kirk oh, there you appreciate go. you checking oh, for us i cannot check because my phone is here all right. Yes, it is a right side up pineapple cake. Technically, <laughs> I don't know. Is it upside down on the inside of the pop? It's probably just flavored like I it. don't know. It probably didn't look like anything. Now we inside. need someone just to try pop. it for us. <laughs> I wish we knew some live streamers that were in the parks all the time that could try. That like it. to try different things while they're on their live stream. That would be helpful, wouldn't it? I know. Hmm. <laughs> um. Inside out and upside down. Shall we move on to our next snack? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, So this is another one that could be perceived as a full meal, could be a snack or maybe a shareable snack. Um, But we are talking the chicken waffle sandwich options. 
from Sleepy Hollow. Um, and there are two options that they have. Um, they have the um, sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich, which is what Kate is showing there. Um, and that will run you $11.59. And it is a broccoli slaw with a honey sriracha glaze served with house-made chips as well. It is so good. It is a little tiny, tiny bit spicy. Tiny. Not a lot. Yeah. I don't love spicy food, but I love this. This yeah. is just like the perfect amount of glaze and crunch and slaw. It's just really good. <laughs> and it's yeah. filling. So, yeah. So that one, again, like I said, is eleven fifty nine. Um, and our friend Eliza, a.k.a. DC to London on our Discord channel, had suggested that one as well. Um, so shout out to her. Thank you for your input. We appreciate you. Um, so that is the kind of lunch option. They also oh, wait, they're asking oh, where yes. it is. So maybe we should just point out. Yes, where these that's are fine. Yep. So at Sleepy Hollow, which it's this big giant complex that is right there that looks like yep. red and gray. Yep. So it's right on the corner. So as you're going towards like Hall of Presidents and Haunted Mansion, it is that red roof right there on the corner that you can get that at. So like at this is hollow. the hub with the castle. Go across the bridge in Liberty Square. It's right yep. on the right. Very hard to miss. Looks like um, from Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod Crane. It's like modeled after things in that yep. town. So, yep. So that's where you'll find that. Um, again, that the chicken sandwich one will run you eleven fifty nine. It's really good. <laughs> I have lots of people in my chat also saying how delicious it is and how much they like it and all of that. So well, definitely one to try. Be a meal. I have it as a meal all the time. So yes. if it's it's filling enough to be a meal. Um, but Absolutely. you could also have it as a snack if you split it or if it, you just have a big appetite. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the earlier option in earlier in the day that you can find there is the fresh fruit waffle sandwich which look that just uh, this it's is on so my good. list because I haven't tried it and I it's really so need good. to try it um so it is um served with strawberries banana blueberries and the chocolate hazelnut spread um and that one will run you 8.49 so it's a little cheaper than the chicken one Yes, but it's just it's very filling as well. Um, that's like a perfect combination of crispy waffle with sweet um, Nutella and then the fresh fruit. It's just it's just so good. Um, um, yeah, so that that one, I I get both of these waffles. They're like my go to when I'm hungry. I don't yeah. want to think about what I want to eat. I just want to eat something and I want it. I know that it's going to be good is this is where I go. And you can mobile order it, which I recommend because that line can get really long. So. Yeah, that, especially if you're talking like parade times and times where there are like crowds that congregate along there because that is where the parade route comes. Um, it will be very, very busy. So like around noon, it, that line is going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah, yeah, just mobile order to save yourself the hassle. Um, Kirk's asking me this or the Nutella banana, Sammy, that's a tough call. I almost feel like I need to get them side by side and decide, but yeah, I would you almost did say, say that the sandwich needed more fruit and the waffle has the yeah. fruit. I honestly would say this only, it nudges it out this much only because I like the crispiness of the waffle and I, I don't like, um, like soggy bread. That's not my thing. Although the to be fair, that sandwich was not like super soggy, but the waffle was just a little bit crispier. So, and it had a lot of fruit on it. So I think that the waffle nudges it out, but only by a hair. I think they're both really good. 
Yeah, Joanne, that's a really great hack. She said, that's my favorite, getting the sandwich and then watching the parade from there. Along that route is one of my favorite places to watch the parade too. So that would definitely be a good thing if you can mobile order, pick it up and then scope out your spot. You're good to go. You can enjoy your snack while waiting for the parade. So good. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we have, let's see, we already showed where it was, right? Yes, we, got that? we did. Okay. We did, we did. Again, so just to recap, the chicken and waffle sandwich will run you $11.59 and is served with chips. And the fruit and Nutella waffle will run you $8.49. Yeah, which is fairly reasonably priced for what you get. I'm going to say with a lot of fresh fruit, sometimes just a little thing of fresh yeah. fruit is like $5 plus, you know, so yeah, it's a good price. Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty. Let's keep, keep on keeping on. We've got quite a few more still to share. Like yeah. we said, we, we started 10. off trying to do 10 and then it became 10 ish. So we're creeping towards 20. Is. We'll try to reel it in for our next one. <laughs> Will we though? Because we're going to Epcot know. next. I don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Probably not at so, Epcot. Yeah, maybe Hollywood not. Studios. Anyway. No comment. I'm not putting myself in the middle of this conversation. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh okay. Let's talk some more ice cream. Let's talk a little bit more traditional ice cream and the Hi Ho Sunday. Which is like really like my pick. Um, I I actually got two of these on my last trip, which <laughs> not at the same time, but uh, they I've yeah. actually fallen in love a little bit with this, which is funny because it's not like crazy amazing. It just tastes yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. So it is chocolate soft serve, topped with chocolate rocks, graham cracker pieces, whipped cream, and hot fudge. And I I will say that this. It doesn't always look exactly like this beautiful Disney picture. A lot of the mm. times when you get it, it looks a, a lot more like this. <laughs> so prepare a yourself. Melty. Yeah. It might not be photogenic, but it does taste really good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So Gary is asking where it's located. That is at Storybook Treats, here, which is, uh, we're jumping back to Fantasyland. I thought I had these in a better order, but I kind of made us hop around. Sorry about That's that. Okay. Um, so Storybook Treats is the yellow roof that you see right directly in between Friar's Nook, where we talked about the tots earlier, and Winnie the Pooh, which is directly next to it on that side. So Storybook Treats is where you can find the Hi-Ho Sunday. Um, yeah, this is the Hi-Ho Sunday. Someone asked what this yep. was. Yep, and it will run you $7.79 for the Sunday. Kirk is talking about how much I love this Sunday. If I wasn't married to Elliot, it would have a ring on it. I don't love it that much. It's not like That's the raspberry rose macaron, okay? But I do, I do like it. I did like also the lemon, like ice cream cone they have there, like the snow white lemon cone, but it got really messy when it melted really fast in the heat and it yeah. was like dripping from the bottom because it goes through the cone. So it was and like- those the, cones are not sturdy enough for no. that. Like the soft serve itself was really good if you like lemon, but- um, I don't recommend it getting it in a cone or maybe getting it in a dish that you can put it in. If it starts to leak, it would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think Kirk <laughs> has had a similar issue with those cones before. So um, thank you, Joanne. Tati asked, uh, do you have a snack? I would put a ring on and that would be the raspberry rose macaron in Disneyland in Jolly Holiday mm -hmm. Bakery, which we'll talk about more when we get to Disneyland. Yes. Maybe that's yes, the one we'll absolutely. have to get when we go there. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, Kirk is also requesting to co-host the Hollywood Studios episode. So oh. I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> wow, that would be a wild ride. Okay, we'll talk I about I feel it. like I would just be playing like mediator that whole time. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Poor Jackie. I don't know if we want to do that to Jackie. Yeah, maybe just have have a, a dystery debate about snacks at Hollywood Studios. Jackie, what what is a snack you would put a ring on? Tati's asking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know because I'm not I don't eat a ton in the parks. So I don't know. Let me come back to that after my next trip because my next trip, okay. my goal is to try some of these things. Okay. So I'm not right. sure as of now. I'm a sucker for soft pretzels just in general. I know, me too. So probably... I, not like the best pretzels. I still like them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if I had to answer that now, probably some form of pretzel. Because um, I really like the pretzel in Epcot in the Germany Pavilion. That's one of the ones that I usually get. So if I had to choose, but I, I need to do more research first. We got to get you out to... Um, Pim's Test Kitchen and get the pretzels there because there's some yeah. several good pretzels oh, at Pim's I Test Kitchen. Good pretzel. Mm -hmm. Kirk says he's going to buy me a baseline pretzel next trip. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I can compare. All right, shall we move on to? We've got yes. what three or four more items here. Um, four more to talk about. We're getting okay. there. Okay. <laughs> All right, Kirk, you're up again. This is one that Kirk talks endlessly about on his streams. If you've ever followed him or heard his live streams and this is the cinnamon roll from gaston's tavern in all of its glory beautiful. yes um and a pro tip from kirk is to ask for extra icing if you are going to partake in this cinnamon roll from gaston's they usually put it on the side right i feel like they the do. extra yes they'll yeah. put it on the side for you Says, this is what I would put a ring on it and Mel would also marry it <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness there you go so yes this is the Gaston's Tavern cinnamon roll and it is $6.79 and you can find that in Gaston's Tavern which it's is in the back there at the top yep. of the screen you'll see well not top top but close to the top Yep, so it's in that little plaza area between Be Our Guest and the Little Mermaid area where the big statue fountain. Is it a fountain or is it just a statue? It's a fountain. In that plaza. Okay, fountain. yes. Yeah. Well, he's a so statue. Can... There's fountain out. Right. There's water involved. And that's why I was like, is there water <laughs> or not? I couldn't remember. I think there's water involved. <laughs> yes. Okay, I it remember is remember when fountain. we stared okay. at it for like a year when Kirk was looking for that hidden Mickey. So. Oh, the hidden Mickey. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I feel like I know that fountain very well now. So <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, so, yes, again, ask for extra icing if you're going to partake in that. Um, and I believe Kirk has mentioned also the earlier in the day you get them, the fresher they are, the better they taste. So, which is also true of well. the donuts, like I talked about in the previous episode. You know, yeah. they, they're better earlier in the day because they're fresh. So. Yep. Yep, so Get keep that in hot. mind. Again, $6.79 for that cinnamon roll. And yet Kirk is saying before 2 p.m. is better. So that there sense. you go. That's yeah. really when I'd want to enjoy a cinnamon roll anyway, is yeah. earlier in the day. Yeah, I agree. Although, you know, late night snack, I guess. Yeah. 
That's true. Yes. And the one, the one thing about that location is they do not have mobile order. Um, so the line can get long. So you want to time that accordingly. Well, I see that's when, if you rope drop, most people <coughs> are coming into the park around 10, 10, 30, 11. So that's a perfect time in the morning to go take a break because the lines get long virtually everywhere. So if you've done rope drop, you do a whole bunch of rides and then you you plan to have a snack kind of mid mid morning or late morning um, that or do an early lunch you could do because there's some good lunch options too. But that's usually what we tend to do so that we yeah. don't end up in all those crowds trying to eat lunch at like noon. So we kind of just offset our time. We eat early and then we mm-hmm. eat later in the afternoon before the dinner yeah. rush. So. Yeah, someone else was mentioning that. I don't remember who it was in the chat earlier about, yeah, kind of offsetting your meal time so you don't have to worry about those long lines. So that is an option um, if you've got that flexibility. Yeah, and seating too. Yeah, it's tougher when you have kiddos, you know, but if they've been up really early, they'll be ready to eat by like 1030 in the morning. They're ready. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably ready yeah. for lunch by that point. So, <laughs> right, absolutely. So might as well get them a little bit of sugar with their lunch, right? <laughs> when it's Disney, you got you got to try all the good all the good stuff so rules don't apply at disney it's fine exactly. i mean those food rules I should say, rules still apply <laughs> food rules don't apply oh food gosh rules. you get in trouble now <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> goodness gracious okay so that again was the cinnamon roll at gastarns tavern for 6.79 um staying in the kind of sweet palette um let's talk about another sweet treat that is not too far around the corner the cheshire cat tail If you were with us on our episode last week, when we talked about Animal Kingdom, um, we talked about the tiger tail there. This is the exact same thing. Um, The only thing that's different is the frosting on top is a different color and a different kind of design on there. Um, So it is a flaky pastry filled with vanilla cream and semi-sweet chocolate chips and topped with a colorful icing. You know, it is. Oh, go ahead. 579. here, And we'll show where it's at, too. Um, yep. So this you can actually get in two different locations. Um, the Cheshire Cafe, which is the what? It's the, the pink words one. for that. It's like right in the middle of the walkway. Yeah, I know. It's, in the, it's, it's the, the pink, pink one. The pink roof. The pink roof. And then you can also get it at Cosmic Rays, which is down at the bottom of that map where Kate is showing us. Sorry, that just cracked me up that it, the Cheshire Cafe is in the middle of the walkway. Yeah, it's located near the Mad Tea Party, in case you're listening yeah. to this on the podcast. Um, it's a little little building. It's in the what Disney World thinks is the Alice-themed area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's this little area here. I mean, it is. It is Alice-themed. Yeah. It's Cheshire Cat. Yes. It's just right. Yeah. Anyway. Just <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's a whole nother discussion. That's a whole other discussion. Day. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's again, that is, the, that is the fun. Cheshire Cat tale. Um, and it is five seventy nine, um, and they like I said, it's literally the exact same pastry, other than just the color on the top of the frosting as the tiger tail that we talked about at Animal Kingdom, um, in the in our last episode. So if you missed our Animal Kingdom episode, it is available now on our podcast and on our YouTube channel. Um, links to those are in our bios, so check that out if you're wanting Animal Kingdom info. Yeah, and I will say about this that. So many of these snacks are sweet. I feel like, and we have talked about this with Kirk and Pocket Fan before, that the, the, I feel like this is one of the biggest downfalls of 
Disney World in general is that there's so many sweet snacks and not nearly enough savory ones. And so you get kind of a sugar overload um, because they're all really good. But imagine if you had all of these great snacks in a day, it's a tremendous amount of sugar. And I don't have anything against, you know, eating sweets on, on vacation, but I feel like I just wish there was more options for really good savory snacks. Um, yeah. And for some reason, it out a little bit. There's just not as many. I don't know why. Right. We did put yeah, a few I mean, on this if, list, though. There's a few. Yeah. We we have a decent mix. But again, yeah, it's hard to find. It's hard. You know, even when we talked about, you know, back at the beginning of the show, the candied bacon, it still has brown sugar sweet. on it. So it's yes. still got that sweet on it. Yeah. <laughs> even so, the savory stuff is sweet. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, let's talk about something that is a little bit sweet, but a little bit not um, for our next (laughs) snack here. Let's talk about we talked I briefly mentioned pretzels earlier. So let's talk about a pretzel offering over in Tomorrowland, the cream cheese pretzel that you can find at the lunching pad over in Tomorrowland. Um, And this is one that I would pick, but also our friend Becca at Trav with Becca. Um, who was in my chat a little bit ago. Um, She suggested this one to us on Discord as well. So thank you for your input. Um, That is the cream cheese pretzel at the lunching pad, and it is $7.49. And it's fairly filling too, I would say. Yes. Have you had this one, Jackie? I have had this one, yes. It is. How do you feel about this as a a pretzel connoisseur? (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's not my favorite pretzel I've ever had. But it's good, and it's one that I would get again, for sure. Do they have, I'm trying to remember if they have it, maybe it's just at Disneyland, the, like, jalapeno pretzel? They, jalapeno cheese, like, I think pretzel. they do, but I don't know where. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a spicy person. Okay. Uh, so Kirk says, sure. the jalapeno cheese pretzel, which is located to the right next to Westward Ho, is awesome, too. <laughs> I oh, okay. swear, dude, like, you're on the same wavelength. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, So, yes. So the lunching pad, if you don't know where that is, can be found basically at the the center of Tomorrowland, directly underneath Astro Orbiter. Yep. So on the left side, kind of as you're walking into Tomorrowland from the hub, you basically look straight at it when you walk through that space. Yeah, it's hard to miss. So it's under the 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 middle. Yeah, around the other side from where you would enter to get on Astro Orbiter, it's around that side. Um, okay, so should we move on to our next? <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. What's so, our last one? Yes. Yeah, so that was, my, my watch is talking to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're not part of this so, theory. Move away. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't need you right now. So that was the, the, the <laughs> so that was the last technical snack that we had on our list. Um, however, I did also want to mention, and I felt like Magic Kingdom was a good place to mention that um, there are snacks that you might not think about, but are really affordable and helpful for families. Um, and those are the popcorn buckets and getting refills with your popcorn bucket. Um, So a lot of you have seen these in the parks. They're available at every park. Um, They are, and I meant to grab mine and I totally forgot to grab it before I started. I was worried about scissors to open my package and I totally forgot. Um, So, so many different kinds of popcorn buckets that they have at the parks. Um, The great thing is that the refills 
are super cost effective. They are only what two twenty five for a refill. Um, and we, when we took our popcorn bucket with us last trip, we just always made sure that it was full. And it was so helpful if our kids were getting squirmy and a reef and they needed a snack. It's like, here, have some popcorn. <laughs> and it's good popcorn. I mean, it's standard theme park popcorn, but it's also Disney popcorn. And that makes it a little bit better. Walt Disney was like a huge fan of popcorn. That was part of his thing. He liked orange juice. He liked uh, grilled cheese. He liked chili. He loved popcorn. So popcorn, yeah. was, there's a popcorn cart that's right across from his apartment in Disneyland. So popcorn, I think, will probably always be in the parks for that reason, yeah. just because Walt Disney loved it. Anyways, it is a great snack. It's great for filler. It's great that everybody mm -hmm. can kind of share it um, yeah. so that one, you know, you can get a thing and everybody can just kind of pick from it. I yeah. think that, um, yeah, popcorn is really great for families, um, but it is really salty. So Yes. Drink lots of Very water. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> and the popcorn buckets will run you initially around $20. Some of the smaller ones, maybe a little less. Some of the more extravagant ones like figment over there, maybe a little bit more depending. Um, but then regardless of that, your refills are always going to be $225. Um, and then you will be able to take that bucket back with you on future trips to get refills. Yeah. Um, Christina says you need some extra salt after sweating it out in the parks, which is true. True. Um, true. Yes. Yeah. And it is low carb too. Yeah. That's true for those on a low carb yeah. diet. Yeah. So April, April asked, can, can, um, confirm you can take the same bucket back with you the next day and just pay the refill. Yes. So once you purchase the bucket, you can keep that bucket and take it back with you into the parks. Um, and then you'll have the ability to do that refill. So we've purchased buckets in previous trips and taken them back with us at future trips um, and had no issue with it in the parks. So yeah, and definitely I, a good hack. I feel like I've heard mixed things. Maybe this is from Disneyland, but mm. that you could have your receipt from when you purchased it and then show them that you purchased the popcorn bucket on your receipt mm. and it'll show the date on it. And then you won't actually have to have the bucket. They'll just hand you like oh. the thing because some sometimes you don't want to carry the bucket into the parks, especially if it's like, half the size of your body <laughs> um so you know that that is something i i, I don't want to say that's like for sure so you yeah. could always ask somebody when you go to buy it and say now can i keep my receipt and use this as proof that i bought this popcorn bucket and they'll let they'll right. tell you yay or nay so, yeah so, um would it matter you if go. you bought the bucket a couple years prior that's an interesting thing because i've heard some people have tried to do that and they're like, it's clearly a really old bucket. And people have been like, I'm sorry, that's too old. Some people have heard it. They didn't have a problem. I feel yeah. like sometimes it just depends on who you get on what day. So yeah. it's hard to say. Yeah. I'd say probably if it looks at all like it's an older bucket, they're probably, I wouldn't bet on it is what I would say. Yeah. I'd say if it looks. Yeah. And you can always like, ask and see and go from there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we now I will say we took one from a previous trip on another trip, but I think they still had that same one recently enough in the park. So there was probably no question about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if this one they're still tried. selling, why would they assume right. it was from another trip? They wouldn't know. Right. So, yeah. Right. And I know I've seen Kirk do refills on older buckets before, but again, it could be just cast member discretion on that one. Yeah, Kirk says his opinion is that they're collectible and nostalgic, so they don't usually say anything. So mm -hmm. that makes sense. 
that's also really nice. <laughs> yes. So again, I just wanted to mention that um, as we talk about snacks, I didn't want to get too much further into kind of this conversation without just throwing it out there sure. that they, they do have those options for you. Um, and if you're someone that's like, oh, I want a really cool popcorn bucket, look around right before your trip. Don't look in advance because they rotate through or they can rotate through popcorn buckets a lot um, and they can change them out frequently. So look like within a week or so before your trip <laughs> to see or which ones. they make ones, them really fast. Like right, some to of see the really which ones have, ones have been available. Um, <laughs> so that way, if you want to have um, a specific one. Now they do have some that they regularly keep. Um, like through the 50th, they had several that they kept regularly. Um, so just keep that in mind as you're looking. Um, Tati asked, do you think if I bring my 50th bucket one, it will work in October? Again, probably, but there's yeah. no way to know for sure. Yeah. Can you get popcorn buckets online or only in the parks? I don't know if I've ever seen them online except for like resellers. Yeah. So Kirk just said, yeah, check eBay, Mercari, or even local thrift shops. Great spots for popcorn buckets before a trip. So if yeah. you're looking for a certain, an older version or even a certain specific one, check there and see. Um, Steffi asked, how can you see which buckets they are selling? I would just do a Google search and look around and see what you can find. Um, a lot of bloggers and people like that will post about them, um, and just try to find as recent of pictures and information as you can. Cause again, like I said, they do tend to rotate out of some of those popcorn buckets. Yes. Yeah. I feel like so many, um, influencers and Disney content creators, do post about like, you know, the next thing in the parks. And so there's, yeah. there's lots of people you can follow that will post, you know, the latest and greatest. I know like for Disneyland, um, David Vaughn is a good one. He's like always on top of whatever's new that comes out. Um, I feel like Disney food blog does a pretty good job of staying yeah. on top of at least new food, if not new popcorn buckets. Um, right. So they're great, great resources for that. Yeah. Yeah, Katie, oh, I agree. She said, I wish they had a collapsible bucket because they're so big. Yeah, I know. That's what I always feel like. I'm like, especially if you have, you don't have the stroller life anymore. Yeah. It's really awkward to carry a popcorn bucket around all day, not going to yeah. lie. Like, I don't want to do it um, with right. my kids. So I, that's where I say like the receipt thing might really come in handy because yeah. then you just get the disposable ones when they're done with it. You just toss it. Um, the little cardboard boxes, they'll hand you that instead. So yeah. Yeah. It was nice for us because the way that our stroller worked, we would just hang our popcorn bucket on the handle and we have like a sit and stand. So like my son would literally just sit in the back as we were wheeling around and just eat the popcorn. So it worked out <laughs> well for us because we still have the stroller, but yeah, they're yeah. definitely something you have to, to plan accordingly for and make room for. And yeah, especially thinking about packing at home if you're flying, if you're not. Yeah taken all of your home like Jackie does in her van you, you have to think about room in your suitcase if you want to keep it after um and bring it back home so yes yeah. you know which you can always clean it out and then stuff it with like other stuff that's in your suitcase yeah. that's usually what I do with it um but this one was a lot harder to get home because it's just awkward and there's not yeah. much it's like <laughs> how the heck am I going to pack that so right just keep that in mind if you're traveling and trying to yeah. get home yeah a lot of people have I believe plan to use them as like part of their carry on because they just knew they weren't going to be able to fit it in their suitcase. So they just made it work. So that way they could just carry it on the plane with them. 
Yeah, you got it. It's, it's my plus one. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, Allie. Allie said my zero bucket almost had to be rehomed because he did not fit in her suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> those ones were an odd Big, shape because they were awkward. super long like this way. Um, so I I understand that for sure because we ended up with, we, we bought two of them because we bought one for a giveaway for Mom Street that we did back in October and then one for a friend when we went down in October. But yeah, I totally get that. It's like they're they're a little awkward. Um, Lori says she didn't get any of these snacks in December. I'm guessing she needs to go back. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, it sounds <laughs> like it. That's it a reason to plan like another trip, right? Yes, <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> Love yeah. it. So if you guys missed anything that we talked about this evening with our Magic Kingdom snacks, um, be sure to follow our podcast and our YouTube so that way you can see when our episodes get posted. Um, they will be posted usually within a few days of us completing them on TikTok. Um, you can find them there. And if you missed our Animal Kingdom episode, you can find that currently on our um, podcast and our YouTube. Um, Kirk sending me pause. Yes, I also so. got the cat pause. <laughs> Um, so next week we're going to be, um, headed to Epcot. So we're going to continue yes. our snack series and we're going to go over to Epcot, which of course has no shortage of wonderful snacks. Um, so that will be a really fun episode, especially because yeah. we talk about, we've talked about festival food and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll talk about the next festival as well. But, um, this is specifically stuff that's not festival food. It's stuff that's yes. available all the time. So it's, yes. um, one you can go back and reference whenever you're planning your trip. It's not yeah. just for a particular festival. Absolutely. Yeah. We wanted to make sure that as we were planning to go into Epcot, that we made sure that it was stuff that you can find year round. Um, and again, like Kate mentioned, we talked about Festival of the Arts. If you missed that episode, again, it's available. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then coming up in March, we're going to be doing a similar type episode for Flower and Garden. So that will be exciting to and have so Kate I'll... in the parks. I'll be live again. from the parks running around hopefully <laughs> not as close to um harmonious time it was it perfect was. timing <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about it was running. perfect timing not actually running don't do that in the parks walk with purpose no. don't run <laughs> yes so next week we are doing epcot and then after that we'll be hollywood studios um and then we're headed to the west coast um and kate is just going to be all over the place because she'll be out there <laughs> too as well so, so it'll be great yeah i'll be live from disneyland um that'll be um the last week of february for our episode there um and talking about disneyland snacks which is yeah. great because that's like my favorite that's where i grew up so and i'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and i'll just be vanna with the pictures for that one. yes <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great it'll be atmospheric so i'm looking forward yes, to that absolutely and uh, we did mention our shirts earlier, but um, we do have our yes. wonderful Mom Street USA in a variety of colors, not just this, yes. this one. These shirts are available at DisneySisterone.com. There's a link in my bio for that. Um, and also we have stickers yeah. from Mom Street USA. Yay. And we also have some beanies so and sweatshirts, hoodies. We got hoodies yeah. because it's winter and it's cold a lot of places. So we'd rather yeah. have that um, represent not only supporting mom street which helps us to do more giveaways for y'all but also is just a fun way of being like supporting it i'm um, sporting it in the park so they're really fun absolutely it's very comfortable yes and all of the money that we make goes back into giveaways which we will be having our next giveaway here soon um mm -hmm. so stay tuned for that we've got something in the planning stages for what we want to do for that next giveaway 
Um, but yeah, definitely check out the links in our bios. If you have not, make sure you're also following our actual mom street page. Um, we are super, super close to having a thousand followers over there. Thank you so much to Lem and Kirk for hyping us up and sharing out our username and our content. We so appreciate both of you. Um, so we are super close over there. So if you're not following over there, make sure you do so. So that way, hopefully by maybe next week, if we get super lucky, we will um, be able to have one of us go live directly from that account, which is super exciting for us, um, considering we just started this show in, in September. So to have you guys all here supporting us is is really, truly incredible. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Thank you all. And I feel like we did promise them that if we hit a thousand, we would sing or something. Oh, there was like something about make- that. So we'll see <laughs> what happens with that. Oh boy. But oh um, boy. Well, we yeah. may have to plan accordingly for we that. We'll put we'll that on the see. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yes. Thank you everybody for joining us for such a wonderful episode of Monster USA. That was really fun to see all of your comments um, and all of your opinions about this food. We appreciate yeah. you guys and your input. And check out our Pocket Fam Discord if you're not part of it yet. Um, it is there's a link in both of our bios for that mm-hmm. and that is where you can chat with us anytime uh, we yes. have a mom street channel on there and i also have a disney sister own section for um disney history with a, do- a dash of encouragement so we'd love to see you there offline so we yeah. can chat as well and you can put give some input towards next week's show yeah i'll be there. posting here shortly about your input for epcot um so make sure you think about what epcot foods you like for snack level kind of um and put those over there so we can include them in our show next week yeah i can't wait it's gonna be really fun all right thanks you guys have a great night thanks everyone have a good evening